You were saying that you wanted to take stock in this episode. What did you mean by that? Well, I think all too often um, you get caught up in the day-to-day and you actually it's akin to having small children and you don't ever actually look above the parapet till they're in their teenage years. You think, oh, bloody hell, I survived that. Apologies for swearing. But it is a bit like that. When I think back to mid-August when we were in the middle of the Booking.com debacle and you it was just day after day after day will we get through this we'll get through this will we do this will we do it? yeah we've done it right next one can we get through this cleaners next one done that sorted that I think anyone who's been listening to the podcast since the beginning, <laughs> we're what week 26 now, um, will relate to the fact that we do seem to bounce from one <laughs> challenge and one drama from another without much respite. So uh-huh. I think you're right. We are, yeah. we've always been terrible at this, to be fair. Yeah. We've always it's, been. It's not celebrating, it's, it's almost like surviving because we get that many curveballs thrown at us. And I know you're probably thinking, oh God, she's focusing too much on the negative here. But actually, to survive those curveballs and to get through those curveballs and to keep the business running and being extremely profitable, which it is at the moment. This is why I can't keep you off all the uh, the wow car websites at the moment. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, we do it. We just get on and we do it and we don't make a fuss about it. We just tick the box, right? Bookinggot.com done, tick. Cleaners done, tick. Systems done, tick. What's next? And well, we both love West Wing, don't we? And, yeah. and that that line from um, God, the episode where the president gets shot, and um, but his philosophy is always what's next. What's like next? he's dealing with like these massive, like <laughs> well, I'm not saying our dramas or anything on that scale, but he's you know what's stuff next? that's like a threat to the world that the wider public might not be aware of, and then his whole attitude is right, what's next? Right, yeah. bring on the next, and that's us, isn't it? And that what's is next? But yeah. I think it is celebrating. I think we're too busy surviving sometimes to take stock and to recognise what where we've come from, um, you know. And if you look at what we've achieved even since running this podcast you know we've launched a whole new hotel got that up and running which is now running um much more smoothly than it did at the beginning and uh uh, is much more profitable so you know we've achieved a huge amount we've onboarded new cleaning teams we've added new systems we've taken on a new member of staff um we've got more updates on that later today as well about how the team's going to be growing so it's been uh it's been a a challenging year in so many ways but it's also been uh, a very exciting year a lot has happened a lot has been achieved and so we've, we've ticked boxes that and you had to remind me that sort of on the vision board i've ticked a massive box that i just kind of slipped in and did really which is sort of leaving school and working the business full time. yeah of course yeah that's probably one of the biggest ones isn't <laughs> yeah. it because that was on the vision board from day one and when we say day one we're talking eight years ago yeah. um so that was a really big one and that's just again because it, you know, it was so, um, we were so immersed Wrapped in that in transition and making it work. We never really properly took stock of that. No. And, um, you know, we, like we say, we've just rolled from one drama into another drama. So I think that's right. I think, and it's a message for everybody out there is to make sure that you are doing things to, yeah. to take stock. And, you know, we're on a big productivity drive at the moment and the big theme around this episode, not deliberately, just the way it's turned out is about systems, yeah. and about productivity. Um, but we've also made a conscious effort recently to program in a date night haven't we to make sure that once a week we have a date night where we don't talk about work we don't talk about any of the dramas that have been happening during the week we try and keep our phones to one side and we just enjoy spending a bit of time together and uh we are allowed to talk about our future to dream and and to you know make plans and that's the exciting bit and you need to 
like create these times to do that. I think, yeah, don't that will you? most definitely. Yeah. And the business is profitable at the moment. Um, I think it's, you know, it's always been, well, it, it absolutely has always been profitable, but we've always plowed those profits back, those profits and more into back new into projects. new projects. And we've done that really since we started investing in property eight years ago. Yeah. So we've never really realized, I guess, any of the the benefits of financial security that we've been working towards. So, you know, I am, I'm definitely getting like, um, Itchy feet, well, itchy feet, not itchy feet. That's not the expression, is it? I'm bored. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting twitchy about a new project, definitely. But equally, I am like, I'm not saying, you know, I, I know you joke about me car shopping, but, you know, sometimes you have to remind yourself what you did all this for. Oh, yeah, and, and actually, you know, it'd be nice to, to start to benefit from a few of these things in, in, in some ways. Um, and I, I think that, you know, I'm, I'm definitely just enjoying at the moment not having that financial pressure of you know getting through month yeah. to month because pay you're the trying builders, to pay the plumbers, yeah you're yeah. trying to fund a project and it's running over budget and you know all the things that any property investors in this will be uh, listening to this will be familiar with so um, I think it is a take stock moment for us we've got a meeting with our accountant next week haven't we, we um, have, first yeah. time we've met him face to face this is the amazing <laughs> uh, thing about technology and about um, you know, outsourcing and Zoom and all that sort of stuff. I mean, we've been working with uh, Tom, our accountant, for, well, since day one, really, haven't we? Seven or eight years now. We've never actually met him face-to-face. We've done lots of Zooms, obviously lots of phone calls, um, but we're actually travelling down to go and meet him, to have lunch with him. It would be nice to meet him face-to-face, but also really just to close the doors for a couple of hours and really brainstorm the future. Mm -hmm. And I think it's been the first time we've really felt that we could actually do that yeah, because is. we've always been fighting fires and yeah. moving from one thing to the next. Now we can look ahead and go, right, how are we going to structure things moving forwards? Yeah, so indeed. that's an exciting thing to look yeah, forward to. Yeah, it, it, it very much is. And um, yeah, definitely, definitely. So what have we got in store in this episode? Like I said, it's, it's a bit of a systems theme, productivity and systems theme today. So we have some exciting news about how we're expanding our team. Very so exciting. we're going to be updating you on where we're up to with that very early days, but we're going to document the process with you as we go through on the podcast. Um, we're going to be talking about a revolutionary new AI tool that, that I've started using. I'm going to be introducing you to it today, which I'm sure you'll looking forward to and i think it's going to be well it's already i i actually don't think it's too much of an exaggeration to say it's changing my life already and my stress levels are massively reduced because it's helping me be so much more productive and deal with that overwhelm of just like a never-ending to-do I, list. I do have to chuckle because um you've probably gathered mark does like his systems and i've come from a um a career where I was immersed in systems, so I kind of have an automatic bit of a backlash to them. And um, but I, I have to say, I think it has. I've, I've sort of stood back a little bit and watched it, and I have to say, I think it has really helped you. But I do have to chuckle to myself when you say, "Well, I check my emails now because Motion tells me to check my emails," and I think to myself, "Why didn't you just check them anyway?" No, it's but- not as simple as that. I will talk. We'll, we'll go through it. We'll go through it. It's but it's, oh, well, basically, I'm achieving more while working less, and surely that has got to be. Oh, the goal I agree. For everybody. I do. So I do agree. But it's, I'm going to I'm going to fill you in on that in, yeah, in a sorry. short while, and then we're also going to be talking about. About some frustrations we've had around our channel manager, um, which has been yeah. going down a lot recently, and also where we're up to with our new cleaning team with regards 
their systems versus our systems mm. and how we sort of find a middle ground Married where we can work together. Yeah. So as always, loads to cover, never a dull moment. So we better get into it. Let's do it. Hello everyone, my name is Mark Winship. And my name is Caroline Winship and together we run hotels and vacation rentals across the UK. With our team. Well, of course with our team, we couldn't do it without them. And one thing's for sure, there is never a dull moment. You can say that again. Welcome to the Secret Service Podcast. Are we going with the Secret Service Podcast or Secret Service Podcast? So really, really exciting news, actually. And again, I don't think we've really kind of like properly taken stock of, of, of the implications of this no. for us. And and actually, you know, this is a, a real milestone for us as a business, but we're growing our team again, aren't we? Yeah. In fact, we're doubling our team. Yeah, we're doubling our team. And again, it's very much a case that this hasn't happened instantly. It's been in the background for a while and our very good friend Emily has always mentioned this to us about you know this is a way forward to expand our team and we've been a little bit hesitant to embrace it not for any other reason than actually quite like we quite like building a physical team if that makes sense a physical one that we can meet with but you know we've actually sort of done our due diligence we've looked into this and we've actually really made sure that this will work for us haven't we yeah. and we better won't tell detract. people what it is yeah first. yeah i was just like stringing out you know building, building, building yeah attention. i do a drum roll back up um so we're taking on two virtual assistants in the philippines um which is really excited and and you know with the coaching clients i work with i'm always you know um encouraging them to outsource and leverage and to look at vas and um you know we have our fantastic team our uk-based team in danielle and in jenna and they are the core for us building forwards but ultimately we're going to be looking to develop our team so we're going to be bringing on two virtual assistants um, based in the Philippines we're working with a company called Freedom Geek um, who we have links with through the NetGain Club so they help you to um, find the perfect VA for you in the Philippines walk you through the process help you through the the, the kind of interviewing side of things as well Um, so we're over the next couple of weeks because this could potentially happen quite quickly mm. we're going to be onboarding onboarding we've decided two new virtual assistants now this is largely to provide out of hours guest comms yeah and we'll talk about why we're doing that in a second and also admin support in two areas one is operations mm-hmm. and one is sales and marketing so that's kind of we drew our org chart out didn't we uh, yesterday yeah. um you as a chief operating officer like and me as one, chief actually. visioning officer i've always wanted um, to be a coup uh, and, that, and um, but we, we, we're now I find that really exciting because I just I love business I, I, I love the fact that we are building a business that potentially one day or at least we're now one step closer to it living outside of us mm. if that makes sense yeah. you know this is a business that can function and run itself that we can sit back and, and look at with pride that we've created mm. that without having these constant like tear your hair out moments yeah. of having to be in the business and yeah. working on it all the time so i'm really excited by that I th- i'm i'm a little bit 
daunted by um, the work that's going to be involved in the onboarding process because I do know from experience, I know from when we've onboarded Danielle and Jenna that the result and their output is only as good as your training yeah. and your support that you give them. And we have a lot of that in place. I'm pretty sure I've talked about Tango before on the podcast. Again, another yeah. AI tool that we use to document our operations processes and we use that to create an operations manual. So we have a lot of that in place, but ultimately things evolve, things move on, things get a bit messy. And so I definitely know I've got some work to do to pull together the training material um, in order to do that. But we're probably getting ahead of ourselves with that one because, first of all, we've got to interview, haven't we? Yeah, we have. I mean, the good thing about Freedom Geek is that they do all the due diligence. They have thousands of VAs on their books. Um, and what they do in the background, if you like, is they do all those checks. They do the police checks. They do the checks to make sure they've got uh, the right qualifications. They've got the right skills that would match up with us. Because obviously, you know, VAs are, you know, virtual VAs are used for many, many, many different things. Um, and so we have to be quite prescriptive about the tasks that we want them to do so that they can then map or match up the right VAs for us and as part of the the contract that we have with Freedom Geek is that we get to interview and shortlist three for each role and um, we can reject and interview I think I think I'm right in thinking as many till we get it right Essentially, we interview three, don't we? Yeah, I think for one position. So we're probably, yeah. I'm guessing we're going to be interviewing six, six yeah. for two positions. But ultimately, if we're not happy um, with any of that shortlist that they've made, then we will um, we'll be able to go again for another round yeah. and, and look at some more. Um, and, you know, that's exciting to be bringing uh, new people into the job to, to put their spin on it and to, and to bring that side of it. I mean, why are we doing this? Um couple of reasons, really. I think we've talked quite a lot recently. Um, it came out in the episode about Scale Rentals Conference, mm. where we're a very, very lean operation. Mm. We're, we're operating a lot of units, including two hotels, really on quite a stripped-back staffing model, yeah. which is credit to, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say credit to us in the sense of our systems and our process and what we've invested in, but also credit to our incredible team of Jenna and Danielle, who absolutely go above and beyond. Oh, totally. Yeah, they're brilliant. Um, but, you know... We we respect our team, we value what they bring to the business, and we certainly don't want to be taking the piss. And so um, I think it's got to the point where they need some support. Yeah. Um, and certainly in areas of making the guest comms more quantifiable and containable. Yeah, yeah. Like, realistically, they're finding themselves at least effectively on call 24-7. Yeah, which is no good for anyone at all. Sometimes they'll be doing more than their allocated hours. Sometimes they might even be doing less. But the bottom line is you can never really switch off. You can never sort of put the phone away and think, right, I can relax now because you don't know when a guest is going to pop up. And with 59 units, there's a reasonable chance that someone's going to something's <laughs> going to be going on most of the time, right? Um, so... I think that's a big part of it is to make sure that we can provide some downtime for Jenna and Danielle yeah. where, so, so again, okay. So why, why Filipino VAs? Well, part of that is because of the time difference. Yeah. So actually we can get some out of hours coverage for our evenings and our early mornings, um, at times that crosses over quite neatly, although actually that's not temperature. No. One of them's actually a graveyard shift. I, I think it? It, I think it's just it's essentially we couldn't get out of hours covered in the UK. No, we're, there's not that 
set up there's not no. that facility no. for, for that to happen and the other thing is cost effectiveness right you know that we, we have to be realistic we're running a business and um you get a lot more bang for your buck as it were yeah. hiring um, without taking this is not taking advantage this is a good you know salary a good salary o- over there um but it's a fraction of what of what we pay in the uk and providing we find the right person and we train them effectively their productivity should be really high and and i i that was always what concerned me a little bit was about going for a virtual pa and what freedom geek has taken almost that worry away because the freedom geek she's been going for over six years now and she operates her whole business with a virtual team yeah yeah Yeah. absolutely and this hasn't this isn't just about divvying up the existing workload amongst twice as many people because that because actually that is um that's held me back a bit. I don't want to feel like we're we're, we're not even standing still. We're actually going backwards because we're getting the same amount of work done Over by twice, twice the team, yeah. and you know, and much more expense. Um, this has actually been about yes, we can tick that box, but also, what tasks can we have the VAs do that? ultimately have never got to the top of anybody's to-do list within Mm. the team how much can we actually really move things forward now by doing extra stuff on a sales and marketing front by really nailing the operations side and the guest experience side, replying to reviews all of that stuff that that gets done but it gets done like periodically and it's probably a bit of a pain in the butt for whoever has to do it you know we can make sure that all of that is done and that is going to make a big difference to oh, us oh it, it it means that that Jenna and Danielle can focus on driving the business forward as we do yeah. rather than you know those tasks in the background that you know the tasks in the background will get done which will feed information through to yeah. them to really you know optimize their role Hundred percent. So that's really exciting. We can't say too much more now because um, we haven't even really had our proper team meeting about this yet. Through <laughs> this with Jenna and Daniel, yeah. it won't be a shock. They've been very much involved in um, this this plan and this vision, yeah. but um, but we haven't really gone through it with them yet. So we certainly need to do that. But we will feedback about that next in the next episode yeah, of the podcast i would imagine there's gonna be a lot actually over the next week that we, we're going to have to talk to you about um so we will feedback on that and also we're going to try and sort of uh, document the process of the interviews how that goes how we find the whole process so anybody who is maybe apprehensive about hiring an overseas va can benefit from some of our experience and we can help you through that so if that's like a hot topic for you right now you've got to stay tuned over the next few episodes i'm gonna ask you how long do you think it took you to set this up to be more efficient um well it's ongoing it took you at least a day. You were sat there at your phone and your laptop thinking, well, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And I think, what is he doing? And I have to say this, you know, I, you, you love your systems, absolutely, totally love your systems. Uh, it takes me a little longer to buy into them because I know they can be fraught with, you know, we test them and use them and, you know, sometimes they don't work. And I have to laugh because, you know, sometimes you're not the best at checking your emails, are you? Uh, just no. yes or no? No, I'm not, no. and I will tell you why I'm not in a second. And, and I think, <laughs> but it's is... okay now because on this Motion AI app, it now tells him to check his emails well, every morning. So I he told does. it to tell me to check my emails. No, <laughs> but couldn't you have done that anyway? <laughs> no, this is the point. So, and anyway, and also to come back oh, to, to what you said, so I think it took me more than a day actually. Um, but are you seriously saying you wouldn't invest a day in order to totally? 
like revolutionize your schedule make you so much more productive moving forward it's, yeah, you, you have to say it's already doing that. yeah I, I do agree and I, I do have a little bit of pushback on systems but it's partly the background that I came from but you know and but yeah I can see it's really helped I, this, I, I've this, got to say it doesn't make me laugh that the only reason you check your emails is because an AI bot tells you to <laughs> I told it to tell me so the, the bottom line is that this is this has made me it's already making me more productive I'm getting around to tasks that were just never getting to the top of my to-do list. But actually, it's more than that for me. It's about, and, and I can't, you, you, you know, I can only tell you how this feels. Obviously, I've, you know, particularly when you were working full-time, I've shouldered yeah, all of the running of the business. And realistically, there is a to-do list as long as you're on that you never, ever will get to the top of. Yeah. You, there are not enough hours in the day if that's how you're going to approach it, is just to try and tick off tasks. That- so can I just say, though, what happens then is you get this feeling of overwhelm yeah. and this feeling you're constantly in your own head because you're always stressing about, got to do this, got to do that, shouldn't be sat down spending time with the family, shouldn't be watching a movie, I've got stuff to do, I've got stuff to do. That's what overwhelm is, and it's like this lump in your chest when you get up in the morning of stuff that you have to do and it, like okay use the example of emails emails build up yeah, no, I don't your inbox that, yeah. but you're looking at that little red number Badge. of emails just building up and building up and you stick your head in the sand and you think i, I can't face that today mm. but then the email list doubles and you know i really can't face it and the email list doubles and then that that that's what happens whereas actually this tool is helping me to be more productive means that I stay on top of all that stuff. And the feeling that gives you, it's like a release. Yeah, not, I, I don't do think I'm being that. too dramatic. No, no, really I do, so I do. I have teased you a little bit about this and I have seen that it's made you a bit, yeah, more relaxed, I say, because I do know that, well, I don't know the extent of your to-do list. And sometimes I say, if you finish for the day and you say, well, no, there's loads of stuff to do. So you never... You know, you never do get to the end of your to-do list. My, my one concern with this actually is that I, I know you're going to explain how it does work, that when you tick something off, it moves something in. So doesn't that mean you'll never finish your to-do list for the day? Okay, well, let's get, let's get into it. So this is uh, an AI-powered tool called Motion. Okay, you've got to look it up, guys. It's absolutely brilliant. I love it. Um, it's so clever. And in very simple terms what it does is it combines two things it combines your to-do list so anyone that's used apps like asana for example like task management tools this does away with all of that Mm. it combines it with a calendar so it does away with any calendar tools that you've been working with separately it does away with things like calendly where you're scheduling meetings and all that size which i have to do through my coaching work so it combines all of that and it uses ai technology to take tasks that you put into a to-do list and within that to-do list you can invite other members of your team we've got the team membership Mm. if you like you can invite other people that you can create projects you can create different workspaces so i have a workspace for each of our businesses i've got a gateway one i've got a stay in your forest one i've even got a personal and home life one you create your tasks within those workspaces and you can even create separate projects within that to track those but what happens is when you set a tasks, it asks you a number of things, including, you know, when do you want it to start? When's your deadline? Is it a soft deadline or a hard deadline? In other words, is it like, I'd like to do it by this point, but it doesn't matter too much if it gets pushed or no, this absolutely has to be done by then. And you give it a priority level. Now, the priority level is key because this is where the AI side of things comes in because the AI tool will then 
populate your calendar based on the working hours you give it. So what I mean about working less is I've set it so I am now working 8 to 12.30 with a gap in the middle. And then I think it's till 2.30 in the afternoon, Monday to Friday. That's it. No, sorry. Finish 12.30 on Friday. Okay. So compare that to what I was doing yeah. in terms of working all day and night, just trying to get through yeah. to do less working at the weekend. Didn't really matter. I didn't know whether it was Saturday, Sunday, Thursday, Tuesday. It was irrelevant. Whereas now, like we had a weekend off this weekend, didn't we? Totally oh, off. Yeah, um, and that's as a result of knowing that all my tasks have been scheduled. Yeah, in week. fact, you did, because I said, oh, let's go and do this at Kingfish. And you said, oh, no, we can do that on Monday. Yeah, I went, all, oh, okay, that's schedule. cool. No, no need. It's all yeah. programmed out. So what it does is it takes your task and it uses an AI tool to work out the priorities and to put them into your diary. Yeah. So it literally it's like having a personal assistant who populates your diary for you. So I log on, I see what tasks I've been allocated for the day. They're tasks obviously I set. So you joke about it setting me my e- to read my email. <laughs> no, I told it that every day put a task in for me to check my email so I stay on top of it. And it makes sure things like that don't get neglected. Mm. And it also means that you can make sure that things that are important but not urgent, like working on the Stay New Forest website, working on the upside, make sure that gets time dedicated to it. Whereas all the urgent stuff otherwise means you never get round to that. Yeah, yeah. And so what it does is it... It produces your calendar. Now, if I don't do any of those tasks, so let's say I go, something comes up, as it does, and I I miss a task, Mm. what it will then do automatically, after about half an hour past the deadline, it will reschedule it. It will reshuffle everything in the week, and it will slot that in somewhere else. Mm. So you now know, and you've got to say, like, we started a process when you um, came into the business full-time where we were creating an Airtable to-do list, weren't we? Oh, yeah. But the problem was we'd have a meeting like a week later, we go back to, oh, I forgot that. Oh, I forgot yeah. that was on there. Oh, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Whereas this will never happen yeah. with this one because it will always just be put back into your schedule. And do you see that through the Motion app? Yeah. It, I it's haven't like had my training yet. <laughs> it's like a calendar. It's on my mobile, you know, a really simple version of it on my mobile. I can see my calendar, see the task. And if I tick a task as complete, and we all know how satisfying that mm. is, I can then see everything else get reshuffled and things get moved around. Um based on you know the priorities for the week yeah so it's it's a fabulous tool and also if anyone um needs to regularly uh have phone calls with clients or something like that you can it's almost like a calendly function anyone who's familiar with calendly you can set up templates of like a 30 minute discovery call or a or a, or a coaching session or um, a meeting with a client and it creates a link where people have access to like prescribed sections of your diary where they can book a call with oh, you I see. Yeah. and that just goes straight in so you're not having to you know deal with all the logistics of that side oh, of things good. it's incredibly clever um you can probably tell i'm really passionate about it but honestly it's 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 changing my life and not just in terms of work but it's Again, it gives you a reason not to work. Which, and takes away that guilt. It takes away the guilt. Because I know my will. It's, don't get me wrong, I've got a really busy week next week. It's uh, it's uh, it's a real, you know, hammer to the meta. It keeps you busy. <laughs> uh, it fills every single, because realistically, I still do have a to-do list that will easily fill every hour of the day if I wanted to. But it means that at the weekend, when I'm not on working hours, I can guilt-free 
spend time with the family. We went for a lovely walk in the Peak District yesterday. We had a pub lunch. We watched a movie. Did we watch a movie? Yes. Yeah, we watched a movie at Classic in the evening, seven. Um, And um, we can do, I can do that without like, feeling like I should be doing other things yeah. or sitting with my laptop while there's a movie on, which is my, my typical um, mode of working. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And this is all about, and we've talked about this a lot, it's about being productive rather than being busy. I know, and I am obviously the world's worst at being busy and not productive. I try. But you can get to the end of a day like that and go, I have not stopped working and I really don't know what I've achieved. Oh, do you know what? Well, one thing it does do, though, when when you complete a task... And it goes, how do you know you've done it? Because if it's not there, how do you remember what you've done? Um, you, you, well, it shows us completed. If you want to sort of like filter your um, to-do list for stuff that's been done, then it shows that. But on the calendar, I'll tell you how it shows you. It shows you a lovely empty day because you've done everything. But then doesn't it, it put something else back in the It day? does the, the time. If you do something ahead of schedule, it will pull another task in. It doesn't, it, you know, make sure you're, you're working, you know, make sure you're productive. So yeah. if I do something that's scheduled for the afternoon, um, it won't just go, oh, well done. You've created some free time. It will pull might, in another task. I'm I have to have a backup of my little pink book. But equally, I can, <laughs> I can, I can still decide to ignore that and just, um, and just go. Well, actually, I'm not going to do that. That was originally scheduled for later in the week, and I can either manually adjust the task and say no, I don't want to start that today, or just ignore it and it will get rescheduled. Okay. Right. So it's really satisfying to see your diet, see visibly, see yourself on top of your diet. Yeah, no, I do get that. So um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to my training. When is that scheduled in for, Mark? Um, we were going to look at it tomorrow, weren't we? It's it's uh, scheduled in. So your motion training has been scheduled by motion um, for tomorrow lunchtime, I think, in our Perfect. weekly meeting. <laughs> um, so we will go through all of it then. One of our, one of my frustrations really um, over the last week or so is um, our channel manager's been down quite regularly. Which for people who don't run lots and lots of units, do you want to explain what channel manager is? So a channel manager is a piece of software that acts as your central calendar, your central hub. It's really your hub of operations, isn't mm. it? And we are, it's no exaggeration to say we're flying blind if we don't have access to our um, to our channel manager, and we could potentially lose bookings. We're well, potentially people can't book, can they? Be, no, people can book, but we won't see it, oh, um, and we won't be able to unless we're checking then all the individual portals so like does Airbnb. So that mean we and, get double booked? No, we can't get double booked. No, that, well, actually, that's a really good question. Like, I assume. I don't know the answer to that. I assume the channel manager being down means we haven't got visibility of it. I, I'm, I'm assuming it doesn't mean that it's not working. If that makes sense, I, I think it's still working. I think that we're uh, we when we said so. well, and we haven't had any double bookings or any issues like that. Yet. I, I think it's still working. I think that we it's not just not loading. We're not getting visibility of it, and it's a bit unnerving to be flying blind. And that you know we know that there's. All, all software needs scheduled maintenance every now and then. But this has happened um, far too frequently this week. Yeah, this week's been a bit, bit worrying. Concerning. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I don't know whether in, in an... In a normal world, in an ideal world, um, we'd be accelerating our plans to um, 
potentially change our channel manager. We ha- we have got this in our pipeline anyway to mm. potentially make a change for not 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 to do with reliability or, or anything like that. It's to do with some features that our current channel manager doesn't provide that we would like to see if we're going to expand and grow, particularly in the area of managing for other landlords. Yeah. Yeah. So we have got that potentially in our roadmap. Whether we have to accelerate that, my concern at the moment is we're going to be onboarding these new VAs. And we don't want to onboard them in a process that we're not going to be leaving in the next few Months. Well, we're going to have to, aren't we? I mean, realistically, mm. that is exactly what we're going to have to do. Um, my concern is I don't want those two things to be too close to each other. Mm. I'd like to onboard the VAs, have them run the current systems for you know a, a few, certainly a few weeks and a, a few months, you know, in that way before we start switching things up. But if we have to accelerate that, and I have to go immediately from onboarding the VAs into um, onboarding effectively and setting up a new channel manager just be a nightmare here's a question Mm. as part of our interview process how about we look for vas that have experience of the channel manager that we're potentially they they won't have they won't have these are not i mean that that is such a niche like when the 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 pool of do you remember they described them as generalist vas these are vas with uh, potentially admin experience for sure the chances of finding a va who's previously provided those admin services to a service accommodation operator at all and one that also has run our channel manager is extremely slim i mean we could ask but you never know (laughs) we could ask the question but it's extremely slim and i don't think that's a prerequisite like training them to do that to be honest it's more about my workload our workload in terms of immediately then having to go on to setting up a new channel manager which we know what a ball ache Mm. that could potentially be you know it's not i'm sure it's a drama about nothing in terms of the maintenance but um ultimately it's just made us think that we need to sort of accelerate things a little bit with that hasn't it it just brings you back to that reliance on one system bit like what happened with booking.com in the summer this is the problem. Oh, like, yeah. we couldn't run our business the way we run it at scale, remotely, and increasingly hands off without all of these systems. No. But it does remind you how reliant you therefore yeah. are upon those systems. And if those systems were ever to go down, that, you know, that, that causes some serious issues. Mm that holes that cannot be plugged. So that's always a little bit scary. And, um, you know, I guess a good reminder for us that reliability of these platforms and and these software is is key, isn't it, when we're looking for Yeah, and you kind of have to, not backups in the sense of backup. I was thinking about this earlier. Um, You know, our reliance on systems and the the huge impact AI is going to have on our whole lives very, very quickly, if not already. And... Do we take a step back? Because I heard yesterday there's one supermarket that's actually ditching all its self-checkouts. There's a couple. Yeah, yeah and yeah, bringing back people. That doesn't surprise me, though. That's not an AI thing, is it? That's the Well, that's the opposite, well, it like you're saying. Is, it? it's, it's a backlash against I've never it. understood that. The, the amount of staff they seem to have to employ to make sure that we're all doing the, the self-checking <laughs> properly yeah. and that we've got assistance if it blimmin doesn't scan or whatever else yeah. happens, you think you may as well have just been scanning yeah, them. Absolutely. So, yeah, I... I'm not surprised in a sense that, and it is frustrating how we've got on to supermarket checkouts. I apologise about that. But one, they, yeah. they, some of them, some in particular, um, you know, do my head in. They're just not very good systems, and you barely get through a bag of shopping without having Perhaps to. Perhaps we could really, you know, thinking outside the box now, moving away from systems. Perhaps we could employ people in like mobile trucks, so not, not a shop with 
you know, stay in New Forest or accommodation by Gateway. We have little vans <laughs> that go round places and, you know, sorry, completely sidetracked there. I think... <laughs> I think AI is uh, almost certainly going to lead to the death of humanity um, and to the end of the world as we know it. But in the meantime, I think embracing it, yeah. yeah, embracing what it can bring for our businesses in short, don't be scared of it. I think it's really exciting. And I've already given a couple of examples today of how we're utilizing AI. We use AI quite a lot now in various yeah. different guises um, with our business. And I think it's really exciting. And, um, you know, anybody that wants help and support with that feel free to drop us a dm because Actually, i'm, I'm yeah. quite a bit of a geek about it I'm in a- fact our son he came back from school and you he's you said that he was actually really enthused by an assembly which you know for any parents out there for a son to come home or a child to come home and say oh wow that's the best assembly ever you think oh my god what on earth was on the assembly and it was a talk given by a former pupil one that only left in 2015 so very young on AI and the impact of AI on our society. And it just shows that AI and all things, they are really engaging the younger generation. And if we're not careful, we are, this is going to run away with us. And you have to sort of stop and think about, you know, how you can almost future-proof yourself and your business against, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, you think to yourself, what, what can AI replace and you know one thing we decided yesterday on our walk to the peaks was that people always need accommodation so i think we'll hold on to that one for a while well it's the same argument about the high street isn't it like there are certain services that can never go online and and ultimately that's how we need to view that the the high streets now is is serving that sort of purpose Mm. um but no i think ai is very exciting and um there are certainly within our business that has a lot of moving parts and in our um ever ongoing quest to uh systemize and be more hands-off i think there's 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 so much that just seems to be popping up every single day that yeah. we can we can make use of. You've got to be careful that you don't introduce systems for systems' sake, mm-hmm. but equally, you know, it is a really exciting time. And speaking of systems, so we onboarded the new cleaning company, which we knew was going to be a new, a different experience for us because we've always worked with small cleaning outfits. Um, you know, not one man, one man bands as such, but small cleaning outfits where they potentially engage other cleaners and, and they build a cleaning business that way. Whereas this is a much bigger um, nationwide, really, mm. cleaning company. And they've been doing a really good job. Fabulous. Um, that the, the actual, that the cleans themselves, we've had, we've had no issues. No, no news is good news, unfortunately, when it comes to cleans, mm. right? Um, although I guess, you know, good reviews that, that mention the cleanliness etc um and this is probably more of an issue for me than it is you but um we we're, we're struggling to find or trying to find a middle ground where our systems work because usually it's very easy to have a small cleaning outfit adopt our systems we turn them how to use it um they might be dipping into a few other systems for other clients that they've got but that's not difficult this is a, a, a bigger cleaning company that already um, have you know a huge team of cleaners across the country, and I think they also operate in Spain as well. Um, that um, have their own systems. Yep, and employ VAs. And employ VAs, and so you know there is a bit of pushback there. I guess is the right word on engaging with some of our systems because they've got a way of operating that already works for their mm. staff, but equally there are definitely things that are 
non-negotiables for for us as far as I'm concerned yeah and I'm a bit more in the middle ground really because I can appreciate where they're coming from I appreciate where I'm coming from and I think hopefully we've kind of met I think so. We're we're trying to create this middle ground, aren't we, where um, we're not adding too much to their workload and and requiring their their cleaners to learn a load of new systems um, that, that, you know, just become a thorn in their side. But equally, there are certain we've paired it back, if you like, to two or three non-negotiables like, okay, well, we we can do without that. If you're going to do it that way, that's fine. But we absolutely must have checklist completed yeah we absolutely must have evidence of cleans um there's not really not from a quality control point of view this is more like if we ever need to refer to it because of a guest issue or a guest has made a claim against us like we need to have photos and or videos linked to the cleans yeah um not just sort of dropped into WhatsApp yeah, messages. And, and what's happening at the moment is obviously all the properties have a name. So what happens is the photos come in from the cleaners, they go to their VA, the VA drops them in our WhatsApp group. But what that means is we can have in any week twenty cleans yeah. or two or three cleans for one property. So if something were to come up where a guest claims that there were no towels or something like that and they want more towels, I know it seems ridiculous but this does happen then either danielle or jenna has to go back through that list of photographs find the date look for the photos and then say actually yeah there's a photo with the towels on so i get why we need to have the cleaners still doing the photos but they need to assign it to our yeah it doesn't work it works i know why they're doing it they're doing it to show us as the client they've done the clean and this is the result brilliant that doesn't work for us though in terms of what we need so we because ultimately things will 100 percent get missed doing that and it'll be fine until it's not fine and things will get missed i can tell you for example i've already snoozed that whatsapp chat I don't watch that WhatsApp. It's too, I, I, I cannot be dealing with just scrolling through hundreds. Of, I've got, you know, like, like I don't mean this in a diva way, but I've got more important things to be doing. So I've snoozed that and I will probably, to be honest, drop out of it completely. Yeah. But that means that if everyone starts to have that attitude of, oh, more photos, but it might not have been a photo. It might have been a message from, um, you know, one of the cleans to say there was an issue yeah. or something and something's going to get missed. It doesn't work in that format. So, and also um, logging of issues, it has to go on our system so that we can automatically then Assign push it, it out yeah. to our maintenance staff that is really important. Otherwise, the new their systems are creating more work for our staff. Yeah. So that can't happen either, yeah. essentially. So we've got to find this middle ground. I'm sure we will. And um, I think we're pretty close. Yeah, I think we um, are. Um, but again, just, just useful, I think, for people to hear about some of those challenges. As you scale, as you get bigger, you need a bigger infrastructure. You need to tap into you know, potentially bigger cleaning companies and that sort of thing and how can you get the bow the best <laughs> the best from both the best from both <laughs> tripping over my words Well, that's a wrap for episode 26. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and please share with your friends. Um, We will be back with one of our regular special guests again next week. And for your chance to be listener of the week or to join us on the podcast for our next edition of At Your Service, please send us a DM over on Instagram at Secret Service podcasts so caroline cliffhangers for this week what have we got it's got to be what cars has mark been looking at on car wow
I'm not. I'm not going to reveal. I'm not going to reveal partly because my the, the, the car I'm obsessed with changes on, changes on a weekly basis. Yeah, but you might it? have actually turned my head. Yeah, there's there there is one. I mean, this isn't. This is a this is a slow burn cliffhanger. It's not. You know, it's not like <laughs> yeah, you've got to stay listening. It's for a not long like time. we've got. You know deep pockets and um you know we, we, we've got money burning a hole in our pocket this is not gonna happen quickly but yeah it's always good to dream isn't it oh, and totally. um yeah i've got my eye on something mm-hmm. which um which would be pretty nice wouldn't it if it we would could, be lovely yeah. if we could pull that off over the, the next back. few months yeah maybe um and then will by the time we record this will we have at least interviewed um our next two team members which is yeah. really exciting. Very exciting. Um, whether or not they'll ever appear on the podcast, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but we look forward to documenting that side of the process. Yeah, I think um, that's going to be really, really, really exciting yeah. and very, very useful for all our many listeners. So thank you again, and we will see you next week, everybody. Yeah. See you next week. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye.